And now, another cup of... The London Fog. Welcome! Welcome! We're back! <laughs> like we haven't already had to do another cut. <laughs> Don't listen to her. We never have to do cuts. We are perfect. We never edit these. Actually, I never edit these. So if somebody gets offended by something... Sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm Kate. And I'm Leah. And this is the London Fog. Where we never say anything offensive, which is why never. we don't need a producer <laughs> to cut things for us. I still really wish we had a Steven, though. Okay. If anyone, I mean, we told you to volunteer. Right? Send us an email. Let us know. Provide. Let us know what services you can provide for us. <laughs> <laughs> that we can only give you witty commentary and no money. Yeah. Just thought. And tea. We'll pay you in tea. Ooh. Yeah, yeah let's idea. do that. That would be lovely. Yeah. Because I find that both you and I, we're slightly world travelers, and I find that it's been one of my favorite things to bring back. Mind yeah. you, I don't know if that's okay at customs, because they always ask you, are you bringing back food? And oh, no, I tea's always okay. lie. Since it's dried, it's fine. They don't mind. Oh. Yeah. It's only fruit? Yeah. You can't bring anything fresh. Anything wet? <laughs> Because you can bring cheese, and cheese is kind of wet sometimes. This is true. <laughs> so you can bring in cheese? Yeah. Oh, I did not know I this. always bring in cheese from Amsterdam. I always thought meat was way off the no-no list. Like, you couldn't do that. You know, you, you can bring, like, beef jerky, though. Yeah, so. well, you just told me the rule that if it's dry. Yeah. But I don't know about fresh meat. Fresh meat? But also, <laughs> who's bringing fresh meat? Well, well, I know a lot of people that, like, travel and, like, Hunt or go to, oh, like, other true. countries and who knows? Maybe they really have something that it's a delicacy or something. Well, I Bring think if you home. were hunting, they would, like, ship it for you. Yeah, Because so, it, it is easier to, like, get things through customs mailed because they can check it better than if you're, like, going on a plane. I also want to know why I can't bring in a fruit. Um, because it can carry, like, uh, different uh, things that will harm the fruit in the place that you're going. Shh. Sure. Will I cross-contaminate? That's my choice. <laughs> don't and tell me I can't keep my apple. the agriculture of the entire country, Kate. I don't believe this. I think that it is, is a lie. true. For example, there's a disease that all of the honeybees have that only honeybees in Australia do not have. So, like, if you were to bring in some fruit and it was cross-contaminating, it would get to those bees and kill them. Interesting. Yeah. But I thought only bees poll- like ate pollen and not fruit. Well, they pollinate fruit trees. So right. like, there's some sort of cross-contamination thing there. Okay, I'm just saying the fruit of something can't, I don't know, hurt a bee. But it can't. I don't know. Whatever the disease is, is we'll like figure this very out. small. So you can't <laughs> see it on your apple, but it's there. But it's there. <laughs> Beware. I can't remember the last time... Yeah. Hmm. I don't know where I was going with that thought. <laughs> okay, but we are talking about food today. Oh, yeah. So this all wraps up. Nicely. Yeah, it goes to something <laughs> where we're, we're going. Let's talk about food. Okay. Once again, Leah's going to leave. When do you leave? Let's tell the peoples. When do I leave? Yeah. Oh, I'm leaving tomorrow. 
So go out of the country and you're not back for a bit. So we might miss next week's episode. Yeah. We might not. We might try to be innovative, but we yeah. will find out. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know if we can record in other locations when we're in different locations. So we'll see. We'll see. So don't give your hopes up. (laughs) But I'm ready to talk about food because I haven't been watching any TV. I always feel like that's an excellent place to always have conversation. But I got nothing. Me neither. (laughs) And all of my British news is not news at all. So... Um, let's see, do I have any news? Well, Will and Kate have been hanging out with their kids in Scotland with the Queen. I'm sure there's many an adorable picture. There there are many adorable pictures. Maybe we'll post one. Um Throw and it out there. I happen to know that Harry and Meghan recently went to see Hamilton. Yay! <laughs> I love Hamilton. Oh, good segue. Hold on, we can't talk about food yet. We have to talk about Hamilton. So is it playing in London? Do they have like yeah. a main stage there yeah. in London? Yeah, it's been oh. playing there for a little while. Yeah? I yeah. wonder how they feel about Hamilton when I say they, British people. Well, I mean... I mean, the first the half only... of it's all about the revolution, you know? I don't think they care about the revolution. And let's just face it, the little King, King George, George part, is the yes. best character in the show, so I feel like they should be honored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. So funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, gotta watch that again. I know, <laughs> but they're so hard to come by. Stupid tickets. I know, and so expensive. Yeah. Will and May, Megan, or Harry and Megan. I don't know. That's why I all right. Um, they saw it before, but this time they're seeing it for some charity thing. So like all the. I want to see it again. I want to see it with royal people, right? Me for too. charity. <laughs> this sounds like a great way to see it. Whoever's there, you're so lucky. Right? Ugh. Talk to me about food, because I feel like I need some. My energy levels after work are way low. I know, me too. Okay, so. Okay. What I... Am I going first? You should go first. Okay. So, what I want to talk about, which is why I love bringing up Will and Kate, is fruitcake. Fruitcake. Because for years and years, I've thought it's the most disgusting thing in the world. Um, I think I don't... I don't think I've actually had fruitcake. Because why would you? It looks gross, too. Um, And the only person I know who likes it is my dad. We we only (laughs) eat it at Christmas. And even then, he's just always, like, anxiously hoping that a neighbor will gift us some fruitcake so he can have some because the rest of us hate it. Uh, So... Then I became interested in it in 2011 when Will and Kate got married because their wedding cake was a fruit cake. Really? And when I read that, I was like, what the hell? That's disgusting. That was my thought, right? So I took this opportunity to do some research into fruit cake. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I think I, think I would be into it because isn't it like dried fruits? Yeah. With very minimal amount of cakiness. And I love dried fruits. Yeah. Um, so just for the record, it's not just a Christmas cake. It oh. used it, it used to be for all holidays, and it's actually been a traditional English wedding cake for yeah. years, yeah, especially for royalty. Right. Although Harry and Meghan did not do it, probably because Meghan's American. Yeah, and she's like, like, ew, screw that crap. Fruit cake on my wedding. <laughs> yeah. So I guess in the UK, fruit cake. So okay, so fruit cake. It, it is a cake. Made with candy or dried fruit. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, it's a cake of fruit. <laughs> no, no. It's candied or dried fruits, nuts, spices, and optionally soaked in spirits. 
The thing that makes it a little different in the UK is that in the UK that it also can be iced and decorated, which is not something that we do here. Yeah. Germany also has a fruitcake. I don't think they ice it there. Um, So there's a lot of different varieties in the UK. I'm only talking about UK fruitcake. Yes. FYI. Um, So the traditional Christmas one that they do is made with marzipan around it, which sounds crazy disgusting to me but i also hate marzipan so marzipan is kind of like the pudding no not pudding but it's like rubber cement like material that's supposed to taste like almonds but doesn't yeah it's made out of almond paste weirdly my husband loves it but also i think it's another thing that was like a german thing that they brought over and his family's german so i'm gonna blame (laughs) albert albert brought marzipan to (laughs) the (laughs) bastard um So, yeah, so uh, another thing that I thought was good about UK fruitcake is that uh, they also serve it with cheese, which sounds good, like fruit and cheese. Okay. You know, like in the U.S., you don't have fruit cake and cheese. It's just, yeah, also in the 1700s and before they started calling it fruitcake, they used to call it plum cake. Oh, that sounds much more sweet. really good, right? Like plum cake? Right? Like... Who wouldn't want a plum cake, right? But isn't plums after they dry just prunes? So you're really you're eating prune cake? <laughs> yeah, but nobody wants to call it that. And then they'd start calling it poop cake. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I just took it okay. there. <laughs> so now I'm going to talk a little bit about why it's a royal wedding cake. Okay. Which originally, I guess, fruit cake started as a royal cake or a wedding cake because it was supposed to signify fertility. Interesting. I don't understand that. I couldn't find out why it signified fertility. Maybe but. because if you cut into a fruit, there's there's seeds, the womb. I don't know. I'm this really is trying to get to go gross. Up. So let's let's move on. <laughs> <The vagina. laughs> yeah, I don't know. So so yeah, it's so the reason that fruitcake was so special and a holiday thing to begin with is because it started in the Middle Ages, which there were no refrigerators. So you would soak it in alcohol, usually rum or brandy, and that would preserve your cake. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like the fruit in the cake kept it from like falling apart after it was soaked in alcohol. So it would keep it like nice and moist and stuck together and then it would not spoil for long periods of time. Um, And then like, you know, fruit cake in fruit soaking out in alcohol just tastes good so i think that that's the problem in the u.s i don't think it's often soaked in alcohol it's just like little dried pieces of fruit and it's yeah. gross so the re one of the reasons that the royal family loves to use fruit cake is because since it lasts so long you can make a really beautifully decorated cake for example in will and kate's wedding it actually took the team like two months to decorate what yeah so they got married like two months after the cake was baked because they it was like a huge wedding cake and they spent all this time decorating it but it doesn't go bad because it's soaked in alcohol but what about the icing does it just get like really hard yeah which i guess is just like a i mean fondant just kind of lasts forever oh no (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, so, I mean, and that's kind of why there's that tradition of, like, saving the top of your cake. Because when you had fruit, when it was a fruit cake, 
it would, would save it forever. Yeah, it would save forever. People have found like hundred. So there, somebody found a hundred-year-old fruitcake in their house. And, oh. like, whatever scientists mm. tested it said that it was still sort of edible. No. <laughs> but I kind of like that that was, like, the official scientist was, like, it's still sort of edible. <laughs> you could maybe kind of eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that's kind of it. That's just the history of the fruitcake. Fruit well, Apparently, Will and Kate actually like it. Like, it's not... Because royals serve at a lot of holidays. And yeah. so, like, when they picked their wedding baker, it was because they'd had her fruitcake before. And they liked it. I was about to say, is there a royal baker? Or do they kind of commission almost like how every, like, designer for the gown always tries to put something um, in there? Do you think bakers come around? Or do you think they already kind of pick somebody out? To... I think that, like... They kind of just pick somebody. Okay. Because it seems like I looked up, oh, what's her name? Um, so this woman, her name is Fiona, and she is the pastry chef who did their eight-tier fruitcake. Stop. Do you have um, a picture? Can I see this thing? Let me see. Oh, here she is posed next to it. We'll oh, po- it's beautiful. We'll post this on our on our Instagram. Yeah, um, of course it, it is. It took a freaking long time to decorate. It's cake, so I don't know if yeah. I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. So she said that she has baked several cakes for the royal family, including back in the day Princess Diana. Oh, so I think that might be why Will oh, and Kate picked her. Cute. Right. Um, so they were already really familiar with her fruit cake before they, but they approached her. She said so. Okay. I don't, but I mean, I'm sure that like, well, like, like Megan doesn't know bakers in London, yeah. so probably maybe. Well, they you had said normal. Kate, Kate. This, this is, is Will, Will and Kate, but yeah. I'm saying like other royals might yeah. maybe do a, just a normal cake testing. I don't know, right? Um, but other than that, she said that like making the cake, I guess, is one of the least like, uh, like protocol kind of things for the wedding. So mm-hmm. like Kate could really just design whatever she wanted. So that's kind of nice. Um, but, yeah, so... Is making fruitcake hard? Yeah, so let's see. She said that um, it has to be baked months in advance because part of, like, even though you're, like, not just for decorating purposes, but just for normal purposes, a fruitcake needs two months to mature because you have to have the alcohol soaking with the fruit to, like, release the tannins to just make it taste perfect. So So what you're telling me is what was at the grocery store at Christmas? We are now in August, Mm -hmm. almost September. It's already been baked. Or those fruit cakes that didn't get sold last year will most likely be put out again. Oh, yeah, 100%. But here's the thing. In America, yeah. people don't like fruit cake because in like the 1950s or something, I can't remember what company started mass producing that fruit cake that uh-huh. you used to just see in the grocery store yeah. and you could like mail order it or whatever. And that stuff is crazy gross and that's kind yeah. of become like what people think of as fruit cake in America, so you just it always don't realize that, like, it could be delicious. Red dye number 40 yeah. cherries in there and then also the green ones. Yeah, which I don't know. Much what like that green dyed cherry. Like that's always that's always what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like something crazy out of the 60s that's probably still from the 60s. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> No, thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, fruit. Interesting thing about 
Will and Kate's fruitcake is they they decorated that beautiful fruitcake, yeah. right? But they didn't want to cut into it on the wedding day. So the team who made the fruitcake had to cut 600 pieces of fruitcake separately and then an additional 4,000 pieces oh. that the Prince of Wales put into little tins as gifts to people who like for the wedding. Stop. So that people could say they had a piece of, of, the, wedding of the wedding cake. Oh my yeah. gosh. But they didn't even cut the wedding cake. No. But they gave everyone, all of their guests got their fruitcake in the morning for breakfast before the wedding. Isn't that funny? It's like you yeah. have a piece of wedding cake to start the day. But that makes it okay. So fruitcake can be eaten at any time. Yeah. Should we find a delectable fruitcake and have tea with it? Can we make We could make it. Now and, and have it for Christmas. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> true. And we can film ourselves making it and post it on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Except for I want a legit recipe. None of this shitty marchino cherries and yeah. other crappy dried fruits. Oh, America. So, uh, the thing that... Will and Kate did is they saved parts of their cake. So for Prince George's christening, they served a, a tier of the cake. Okay. For Princess Charlotte's, they served a tier of the cake. They probably did it for Prince Louis. Yeah. I'd, but yeah. So they just like save a tier and and serve it for why, their children's christenings. Why? I, okay. So I've got friends. You're married. Did you keep part of your cake? We kept the top tier. Okay. And did it keep for a year? In the freezer. Yeah, it did. It was actually really good. Okay. I didn't want to. My mother-in-law saved it when we weren't looking, and then we happened to be visiting on our anniversary, or like the day before, and she pulled it out and was like, here, have some. Okay. <laughs> but it was surprisingly good. But actually, I can't compare because I did not taste any of it on the wedding day. Yeah. So I don't know if it tasted different. I just kind of want to be like, I maybe, maybe when my day comes... I'll be like, mmm, I want to save some of my cake for a year from now. But I also think, like, maybe picking up a cupcake. Or going back to the same bakery. Why can't they just ask the same bakery lady to bake them another fruitcake? Well, One that's she did. not a billion years old. She, they, she went to the christenings and was involved with it. But you said that she kept the same cake. Yeah, Will but Kate I think it's, like, the same thing of, like... The one tier is not going to yeah. um, feed that many people, so she, like, made some more or something. Some delectable fruitcake. Well, now I feel determined that I should actually find some that doesn't suck, that I should try I think it. we should make it. Okay, let's do it. Mind you, I guess the only way to make it properly is to pick some good booze out and just get it good and boozy. Oh, so much rum. <laughs> just load it up. <laughs> so much rum. Or brandy. Well, this is perfect. If you're talking about fruitcake and you say it pairs well with cheese. Oh man, you're so obsessed with cheese lately. Is this because we talked about cheese rolling? <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It's because it's called Yarg. <laughs> and right there I was all like, this is the winner. This is the food I'm talking about is Yarg or Cornish Yarg. <laughs> and it's a cheese. <laughs> I'm going to Google Cornish fruitcake just to see if they have their own kind. Oh yeah, see if the Cornish fruitcake will go with my Cornish yard. Oh my gosh, you can, there's a specific Cornish fruitcake recipe. Mm. Apparently Does it have yard? They boil <laughs> their fruitcake. What? Oh, I don't know if I like that. Why? Oh, you boil a bagel? 
Oh, that's a good point. That's so a good maybe point. bagels it, are good. Right? Bagel is good. Okay. All right. We're going to make some boiled fruit cake to eat with our yarg. <laughs> with the okay, yarg. So tell us what yarg is. Yarg is a semi-hard cow's milk cheese made in Cornwall. It what makes it cool, what I thought was cool, is it's wrapped in nettle leaves, which kind of gives it a little bit more of I would say like I don't know, kind of a bitter taste around the rind, but it's like green leaves that they like paint on to the cheese and it's is nettle what eeyore eats i think so so it'll make you melancholy (laughs) okay just checking just oh eeyore (laughs) (laughs) just eating some yard (laughs) but um it's around the outside it's almost kind of creamy and soft but as it gets to the middle it's kind of crumbly it sits for about five months to become this texture but really why I... So it doesn't sit, a, it doesn't sit as long as your fruitcake. No, so we can actually make some yarg. <laughs> to go with our fruitcake. Go with the fruitcake. Mm, good idea. That we can keep forever. So we'll make fruitcake now. And then we'll make multiple tiers and just wrap it, bring it out on every anniversary of the podcast. <laughs> mm, good idea. I like this plan. So yarg. That is... Y-A-R-G. I just got really excited about the name Is that of it. actually how you pronounce it? just feel like people from Cornwall say weird stuff. Yarg. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. Let's not try it. Let's not try it. <laughs> um, it was, it's actually a relatively new cheese made in the 1980s. And this is like the cool little story about Yarg. I don't trust new cheeses. New cheese. They're, yeah. Nope. But this is what makes it cool. Is Alan and Jenny Gray bought a house in the Cornwall area, and they went into the attic, and in the attic they found a old recipe that dated back. They they're saying that the recipe was from 1615, uh, but they think that the cheese originally went back as far as the 13th century. They found this recipe card. They ended up actually selling it with the intention, though, that their last name was Gray, G-R-A-Y, that the cheese's name needed to be Yarg, which is just Gray spelled backwards, Y-A-R-G. So the Grays sold this recipe to the Horrells, and they were farmers just wanting to make diversify themselves in making cheese and within a short amount of time they started making yarg and what made it just very new and different was the fact that it was wrapped in these nettle leaves and that is kind of the story of yarg (laughs) i just really loved it for its name it doesn't known for going well with fruitcake though we will pair it well i don't know i kind of would think maybe the middle because it's a little bit more solid oh yeah because i don't feel like a soft cheese would go with fruit uh, that's kind of what i thought as soon as they said that the outside was just a little soft but it looks pretty cool and here's the thing they're all like oh the outside is edible because it's <laughs> wrapped in the nettle leaves other than the fact that the nettle leaves mold oh. and they're all like but it's okay, you can eat it, because, well, cheese is just mold, moldy yeah, rind. I mean, I guess that's true. So, your moldy, milky bread with leaves in it is something that you can eat. 
Well, okay. I would eat it, I mm-hmm. guess. You can have it with some fruitcake. I guess it became a bigger deal. We got it here in the U.S. just a handful of years ago, and people are going crazy for yarg. That's what a couple um. of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to go nuts for yarg. <laughs> we should have an episode where all we talk about is British cheeses. Delectable cheeses? Yeah. I like it. We can definitely do a, a fruitcake and cheese pairing episode. Oh my gosh, yes. We'll make our perfect fruitcake, and then we'll get like the top ten popular British cheeses. I'm not we'll like serious. Them. No. We you think, do you think I'm joking about this? No. This is not the look of someone who is joking about a cheesecake, I mean a fruitcake cheese party. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh I think gosh. we should totally do it. I especially want to make a fruitcake now. That way when all of the people come to my house and they're all like, oh, fruitcake, that's weird. I'll be like, don't touch. It's for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's maturing. It's having its moment. Oh my gosh. I wonder if we can find the recipe for Will and Kate's wedding fruitcake online. Uh, I bet we could. I bet we could. I'm going to find Google this. Google search that shit. I'm going to find this. That's the fruitcake we're making. And we're going to pair it with amazing cheeses. What happens if a foggy has an inside scoop to the recipe of the fruitcake? Okay, and actually, if any foggies happen to live in Houston, let us know, because you can come over for our party! Oh my gosh, we can do a party! A fruitcake party! Um, or, if you are a British listener, because maybe, like, your your mom uh, has a good recipe for yeah. us that's actual authentic and i even have a scale to put things in things oh, we that can are weigh things <laughs> yes <sighs> perfect things from the imperial system things from the metric okay all right we're down I'm sold this. this is our new party because let's think about it it's almost september september to october you say it needs at least two, two months? months yeah okay so i'm saying by mid-september we are making a fruitcake mm-hmm. and now that we've said it on the podcast and we're about to publish this live this shit has to happen yeah. Because then there will be people looking at us months to come being like, where was the Christmas Yeah, and we can't lie because I listen to a lot of podcasts where people are like, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, we're going to do that. And they never follow through. But we, we follow through. We follow you through. You can count on us. <laughs> we'll document. Well, tasty. This was another, this episode was much more satisfying in taste and flavor. I'm really than hungry. The last we're going to go get some dinner now. Um yes. <laughs> Well, I just remember, I mean, I talked about jelly deals last time, so oh, yeah. I'd much rather have some yarg over some meals. Yeah. Well, last time I talked about clotted cream, which mm, You're doing was, very well. Yeah. You're finding good things. I like the weird. Which, I like the delicious. I'm just letting you Although, know. Although, actually, I, I have been known for hating fruitcake, so I well, kind of was true. Just... <laughs> I just want to make sure, because we've decided that, you know, it's Britain, UK, for our podcast, I can bring up weird food of Scotland. Oh yeah, we're doing all UK. Okay, I'm coming for you, Scotland. <laughs> I mean, I'm you'll act, have some I weird shit. feel like you know, yes, London, yes, England, England, but also, I mean, not not America. America sucks, but like other <laughs> British colonies, like if there happens oh. to be something Australian that like ties in because. We'll because they're a British con, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, then we can we can tie Maybe it in. Maybe if we can find some good, excellent American historical roots. But if there's just all like, oh, we got this from the British. Speaking of which, the Queen Vic closed in town. 
the oh, bar. Oh, the bar. Oh. I drove past the other day and I was all like, oh. That's sad. It was a sad day. Anyway, well. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks Heart for out. listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Check out our Instagram. Yes. And all that other stuff. Yes. Please do. And we will link to it. In our next episode. Yeah. Just so you can just click in the notes and get there. Definitely. And if you have any weird food that you want to share with us, email us and we'll decide if we trust you. And then we'll give you an address to mail. Correct. Correct. And yeah, I did recently learn how to add links to our episodes, which is why I'm saying that I'm going to add links. (laughs) I want you to show me how to do that. I still don't know how to do that. Okay, guys. We're really excited. Check us out. Send us an email at... London Fog Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. We love you and, and cheers. cheers.